After you're done listening to the Locked On Bucks podcast, make sure you check out the live NBA draft show. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow the Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined as I am every Wednesday by Evan Klosky. You can check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Of course, you can check out Evan with 10 Tampa Bay WTSP. Find us on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at Yarko underscore Bucks, at E Klosky WTSP, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Week two of WTSP Wednesday, Evan, and this time, you're in the comfort of your own home. You're not dealing with an airport. You're not dealing with, you know, catching uh-huh. a flight. So a little more relaxed, a little more, you know, uh, in our own settings, as I guess I should say. Look, I had a ton of fun at the White House, but I do prefer doing this podcast at home versus in uh, in the Charlotte airport waiting for my connecting flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And I'm sure you were getting some looks like, what is this guy doing? Who is this loser? And he knows <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, we uh, we definitely had plenty to talk about, you know, last week. Obviously, we were talking about the, the White House trip and and all the fun that went along with that. But we're going to kick things off today talking about something that's not new to, to Floridians and not new to the Buccaneers. But apparently it's been an issue the first couple of days of camp. And that is the heat. It is just apparently it's it's awful down there. I I guess I can sympathize. I still don't have air conditioning in my own house. It's currently 92 degrees in my office where I am recording this. Um, well, that's a good comparison of what it's like on the field. When we're out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, Bruce was not happy with the end of practice the first couple of days, and he's now implemented kind of a halftime, the simulated yeah. halftime, letting guys go in, uh, you know, into the air conditioning, get a little bit of rest, but talk a little bit about, you know, kind of how bad it's been out there as far as the heat that it's kind of forced Bruce's hand to, to do this. Yeah. I mean, uh, on one end, you know, Bruce said, first off, I love Bruce. He's so matter of fact, very transparent, very honest, doesn't sugarcoat everything. And he was like, look, you know, I don't know what you were doing all off season. You're, you're on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What did you expect? You knew what was going to happen. You knew training camp was going to be outside. You knew the heat was going to be there. If you're not conditioned and ready for this, that's, that's your fault. You weren't prepared. So, um, you know, I, I think this is all part of, of Bruce really not trying to baby them or, or, or trying to allow them to have any sort of wiggle room of making excuses right out of the bat. You know, this group doesn't get those excuses. There are no benefits of the doubt because you've been there, done that. And if you want to win a second Super Bowl, you better be prepared to work harder than you did for the first Super Bowl because now people are hunting you. So uh, it's, it's been hot. Uh, not going to lie. I mean, for me personally, and I really appreciate the Bucs uh, staff for providing shade for the media and, and having outlets for us to go and, and watch practice underneath the awnings. But uh, out there, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's brutal for sure. I, Donovan Smith mentioned how, you know, some days you can be out there and lose 10 pounds. He said that's happened to him before. 
and that hydration is key. But yeah, Bruce again was was PO'd uh, day one, and then he he said it in more with more expletives uh, day two of just how it's unacceptable to be finishing up practices the way that they have been, and they have to be better. He says that the Bucks need to be a second half team. He prides uh, his his mentality and. Uh, this team on, on succeeding in the second half. And, and this isn't a good look. Uh, of course, you know, if you're a fan, I wouldn't like be too worried. You know, every team is not going to be up to snuff with conditioning uh, right out of the gates. It's, it's going to take a little while to, to get prepared, but um, yeah, just certainly something that to, to keep an eye on and uh, something where I know that uh, Tom Brady on day three was a bit more vocal and it could be because of the, the bar that's been set by Bruce and not being happy towards the end of practice. Yeah, absolutely. Now sports by Tampa Bay times, Twitter account at TB times underscore sports. They put out a video talking about kind of this halftime thing that was implemented on day three. So I'm going to go ahead and play the audio. It's Bruce Arians, safety, Mike Edwards and corner Sean Murphy bunting all talking about kind of the change that popped up on day three of training camp. We went inside simulate halftime when this thing gets this hot, cool them down. And we talked a lot about the second half of practice. Let's give them, a, let's give them what looks like a halftime and uh, take seven minutes and get ready. I thought that break worked. Overall, defense won some, offense won some. It was really, really good practice. Trying to simulate, you know, second half, you know, going to halftime and uh, uh, getting this right for, you know, game week and things like that. So, uh, you know, like last practice, we didn't do that. And today was the first practice we did that. Uh, I feel like it was good, you know, Good simulation of what we actually uh, have in game week. You guys seen it, you know, the first half of the season, we were 7-5. and five. And, you know, coming into that second half, like Tom said, we were 8-0. And, um, and, and we didn't look back. And so I think that it all begins, it all starts at the beginning. But obviously that second half, that second, that second third, fourth quarter is where you really need to execute, where you really need to finish. So um, that, that second half is a big emphasis. Like he said, just going in there, getting that break, uh, kind of refocusing, getting ourselves back under and getting ready to compete again. So... That's 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 a big emphasis this year. So that's that's kind of what you were what you were talking about there, Evan. Bruce is emphasizing being that second half team and already on day three, we're talking about practices where he's focusing on making sure these guys are ready for the second half. Is this something you think that that should continue all the way through the season? I mean, I kind of, how do you, or do you view it more as like, this is training camp. We're trying to get our feet under us. We're dealing with the heat. This is providing, you know, not only, you know, something that the players can relate to going into the season, but it's also providing a little bit of reprieve, getting them a quick breather so that I have a, a team that's focused and ready to go for the duration of the day and not faltering at the end, which has pissed me off so bad the first couple of days. Yeah, I think that the, the halftime, it provides the ability for Bruce to say, okay, what's, what's the excuse going to be now when you suck in the second half of this practice, right? Heat's been a problem. Heat's been a problem. Okay, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of time here to cool down. So now if I'm giving you a little bit of cool, time to cool down, and that's how games work, where you're going to go into the locker room and you're going to have that halftime, when you come out here on practice and we get back to work, what is your excuse going to be now? So I just think um, it, it's a little bit of a, I hear you. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out a little bit because that, I mean, that is what happens during the season. It's not like he's trying to baby them in, in that respect because you are going to have a halftime. But 
Um, you know, he's got, he's got to also protect his players, but it, it also is a great way to kind of put the pressure on them and say it's time to perform. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me last year, you know, the Bucks struggled so bad in primetime games that they were getting ready for another primetime game. And Bruce moved practice to the night at Raymond James Stadium, kind of, you know, playing into, you know, leaning into what the issue is and saying, you know what, let's change things up a little bit. Let's see if this helps matters. It didn't that particular week because I, if I remember correctly, that was when they got their doors blown off by the New Orleans Saints on Sunday night football. But then you get into the postseason and you got some primetime games going and you're on an eight game win streak. So it's the little things that Bruce does to get this team ready that that I think really helps them out, you know, both the coaching staff and the players. And you may not see the results immediately, but there's a method to the madness and and that madness works for a two time coach of the year and now a, a Super Bowl winning head coach. Yeah, he's very intentional in what he does. And look, he's been a part of repeat runs, not, not as the head coach, but he knows what it takes. And, um, you know, the, the one thing that you notice is the team has not had to start from square one. Now, when I asked Bruce, you know, does this feel like a squad that – is this a squad that has been ahead of the curve more than other teams when starting a training camp? He said absolutely. He felt that way in minicamp. Mike Evans said it felt like we never left. And that's really what they've done. Now, Bruce also mentioned how you can't assume anything. We've got to start from ground one, fundamentals and all that stuff. But at the same time, there are no installs. It's a continuation of what they were doing last year and adding wrinkles. So that naturally is going to provide you a leg up on the competition because it is unprecedented, not just of a, a Super Bowl winner, but a lot of teams just don't have the luxury of returning all the year starters from one year to the next year. All right, we're going to pause here for a second to give a shout-out to our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and the trade deadline is right around the corner. Who's going to get Max Scherzer? Is it your Tampa Bay Rays? Is it my Boston Red Sox? There are certainly plenty of player props there at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep. For their runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Jarko and Evan Klosky joining you on a WTSP Wednesday talking Buccaneers training camp. And it's day three, Evan, and Tom Brady is angry at people. Uh, I know. And he's in prime form. That, that, we were wondering when it was going to happen, and uh didn't take long. No, no, not at all. And, and when you're not doing what Tom expects you to do, he will undoubtedly hold you accountable and it was something we, we saw Bruce talk about how frustrated he was to see the defense give up a fourth down in a, in a two-minute drill late in practice. But I don't know what's, what's worse, you know, the defense having Bruce Arians mad at you or the offense having Tom Brady mad at you. I mean, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword there. 
But it goes back to what you were just saying, and it's the accountability, and it's the bar that's set already, and the expectations are high, not just you know for the players and the coaches, but by the fans, by the media, by you know the nation that follows the NFL. The Buccaneers are expected to be a top-tier team. So you're not going to start letting bad habits slip in during training camp and, and start causing problems and not be held accountable, whether it's by the coaching staff or by your captain. Yeah, and, you know, this is leadership 101. Tom isn't at every practice ripping people a new one. You know, first off, everyone respects his work ethic. Everyone respects uh, the rings that he has on both hands. And uh, he's earned the trust of his teammates. You know, resumes don't do that, right? Like resumes provide you a proof of product, but really the trust has to come with being in the locker room, showing that you're willing to put in the effort every day. And, uh, and, and you're not greater than everyone else. And, and that's the beauty of Tom Brady, that he's able to assimilate himself into a locker room, even though he is this larger than life presence. He has a huge task to keep everyone in line because his voice is so powerful when he does speak. And that is what we saw today that, you know, maybe this notion of we're getting a little lethargic uh, at times and noticing that day one and day two remaining mum and allowing day three to kind of say, all right, enough is enough. I'm going to speak up. Um, That's just, that's what great leaders do. And he will not ever allow complacency. And, and that is um, the essence of Tom Brady's career, just refusing for anything less than the best effort that you can provide. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I think all the fans are for it. And I think his players uh, need it and, and they like it. They want it. And uh, they know it's not personal. It's to make the team better. Yeah, well, and it, it obviously got the offense fired up. We we saw the reports about that two-minute drill where uh, Brady hit Gronk for a big gain, you know, beating Levante David, who had some real tight coverage, ends up hitting Gronk uh, for a touchdown during that drill. And so I want to kind of shift over to the defense a little bit. And Vita Vea spoke to the media after practice, and he was talking about the defense. And he had said that, you know, we saw a glimpse of what we could be during that run, that eight-game stretch and, and in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. And he said, but we're starting over. None of that matters now. We're starting from scratch. Even though they do have everybody coming back, you know, Vea was adamant that, you know, they have to start from the beginning. And he has high expectations for the defense. I personally, I love that mentality. You can't, you know, it's that old saying, you can't rest on your laurels just because they won the Super Bowl last year doesn't mean they're going to win it this year. Just because the defense came together in that eight game stretch last year doesn't mean they're going to be one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. So you you take a look at that mentality and you talk about the leadership of Tom Brady and, and Bruce Arians and they know what it takes to get there. What are your expectations for this defense when you have the quote unquote grave diggers in the secondary and you have Devin white hungry for another one and, and being a leader and you have a Levante and a Vita Vea and a, and a Sue. Yeah. Don't forget about the person who wants to be the MVP of the league, Shaq Barrett. That's right. Uh, you know, there here's the thing, even before winning the Super Bowl, right? There's one thing that the defenders did and they stopped the run. Now when Vita Vea went down, we were all 
probably really concerned about what was going to happen to that run defense. And they managed well, and it was unfair that he was able to come back in the Super Bowl because that is such a not, – not that it was actually unfair. It's unfair for the, the Chiefs to have to face him when everybody else got to face the, the, the Buccaneers without him because Vea is the linchpin to just that, that run defense. And him and, and Sue just – you know, here's some fantasy advice. Don't start running backs against the Buccaneers as long as everyone's healthy. Uh, I, I have high expectations for this defense. And, you know, Carlton Davis even said, like, despite winning the Super Bowl, despite holding a team to nine points in that Super Bowl, especially the Chiefs, that he does not feel like the secondary has the respect that it deserves. He does not feel the defense has the respect that it deserves. And, and maybe that's because they live in the shadow of Tom Brady. But either way, it's all good by the fans because, you know, they got that chip on their shoulder. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily know what the secondary is going to look like. I, I respect them. I actually uh, really like a ton of their secondary pieces uh, personally. Having said that, obviously when it comes down to the, the defensive line, the linebackers, I mean, those are just stronger units on paper. They just, there's a lot of star power there. So, um, you know, if they can create the pass rush, no, Shay, be quiet. They can create the, the pass rush, my dog. Um, then, you know, uh, that will help out the secondary. But on paper, this defense is going to be great. They are. Um, uh, but, yeah, long story short, I, I do uh, have high expectations for this defense. <laughs> Right, we're going to pause one more time to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. And you know that I am a passionate Built Bar fan, big fan of the cookies and cream bar. But if you are unaware of all of the flavors the Built Bar offers, here's what you're missing out on. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, go ahead and order yourself a mixed box and you're going to get two of each of the flavors so you can decide which ones are your favorite. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs in each bar. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go ahead and order today. Use promo code LOCKED15 to receive 15% off your order at Built.com. Again, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built.com. Wrapping things up here on a WTSP Wednesday, James Yarko and Evan Klosky. You can find us on Twitter at jyarko underscore box at eklosky. WTSP and Evan you talked about it there at the end of segment two we're going to get a little bit deeper into it now and that is the secondary Carlton Davis came out and said that he wants to be feared I mean this is a guy that you know after a playoff game is taking to social media and calling Michael Thomas slant boy which I love because it's true um but he he absolutely pulled no punches. He wants to be feared. He wants to be talked about among the best corners in the NFL. And there's no doubt about it. He's come a long way since his rookie year. But when you take a look at this Buccaneers defense and you're talking about who the most feared guys are, it's guys like Shaq Barrett, Devin White, Levante David, Vita Vea, and Dominican Sue. Carlton Davis isn't a name that's going to come up very often. 
Is that something that people should talk about a little bit more often as far as how good Carlton Davis is? Or do you think that that slight and that uh, the fact that he gets overlooked kind of plays into how they played last year when they were the preseason ranked 32nd secondary in the NFL? You know, is that chip something that Carlton Davis almost needs in order to elevate his game? I mean, they, they took that personally. Uh, I forget who asked him the question, but they mentioned like, you know, did that provide a chip on your shoulder when you were ranked 32nd? He was like, that person didn't know what the heck they were talking about. And yeah, it did motivate us, you know? Um, look, the, the fact of the matter is that Carlton Davis is awesome. But when you play on a defense with Sue, Vea, White, Barrett, JPP, you just the nature of the beast is that you're not going to get the credit that you deserve because there's just a lot of other people soaking up the line, uh, the limelight, uh, David, uh, so, like I can go on and on. It's just, it's like, there's such an insane unit at the defensive line of the linebackers. They just, they don't get the credit that they deserve. And, you know, when you talk about like the salary cap and where the money's allocated on the roster, it's, you know, it's very thin at the secondary as far as what they're taking up cap wise. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if, if it's what they need. I think motivation is what they seek. I think it's, it's always a fire under their, their, uh, their ass that will, will get them going, but they, like, they don't have to prove anything to anybody because they got a ring to show for it. And they were a vital part to that Super Bowl run, uh, you know, outside of, of really that, that saints game. Like if you talk about life after that saints game, the, the defense was fairly lights out. I think, you know, the most points they ever gave up was 27. Uh, and that, you know, you don't want to be in 27, but it's not like they were getting tiki torched left and right. So, you know, I, I really think that that young secondary has so much promise. Antoine Winfield fit in like a glove. They're, they're really a, a good unit back there. And, you know, it's funny with the cat kind of, being what it is and this team down the road facing a lot of issues with the cat, you know, go talk to the lightning and uh, the lightning right now are, are the Buccaneers in a year or two of just being like, well, we had fun. Now, now the team's got to get broken up because we can't sign anybody. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of those pieces could be plucked in the secondary because those guys are going to need raises and, and well-deserved raises. So yeah, I, I think the, the crap that they get sometimes is unfair and I think that entering the season, I'm not saying that people were wrong to question them. I just think that they earned a lot of respect. And I don't know if that respect has been given back since providing a proof of product, as I mentioned before, um, that, that, hey, we know what we're doing back here. And, you know, we, we are far and away not the worst secondary unit in the NFL. And it's insulting to be put there. We almost made it the entire episode without you making me cry over Yanni Gord. <laughs> I know I posted that picture the other day. I, I shed a tear too. Uh, it hurts so bad. I know. And now Blake Coleman's leaving. He's packing up his rental house. The whole, the whole third line. I tell you, this is where we're going to be with the Bucks in a year or two. We're not going to think about it. We get a full year with them. Yeah. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy vibes. Happy vibes. Woosa. Woosa. <laughs> All right. With that, Evan, we are out of here. Let all the fine people know where they can find everything that you got going on there with WTSP 10 Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. On Twitter, at Eklosky, WTSP, as you mentioned, 99.9% of the time, I will hit you up as long as you are respectful on Twitter and engage in friendly conversation. Uh, I'm very responsive on that medium. Uh, also, you can hit, you know, hit me up on my Facebook page, my Instagram, at Eklosky, uh, E-C-L-O-S-K-Y. And then also, please hit up our, our 1010bay.com uh, website. Not only do we cover the Buccaneers, which which we do do, obviously. And as the season's starting up, you'll continually see training camp reports. You'll continually see uh, news that you need to know. Uh, but, but also, we, we have stuff on Lightning. We have stuff on Rays. We have stuff on, on lo- local Olympians doing great things. You know, we, we have a lot of pride here in Tampa Bay and the winners that we produce here. And if you need your local coverage, we got you. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out. You got a friend in me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm loving these Wednesday segments and let's, let's have some fun. Absolutely. And of course you can check out everything I'm doing over at bucksnation.com. If you were selected for the locked on bucks, fantasy football league, don't forget. We need your acceptance email by Thursday at 5 PM Eastern time. Send those emails to locked on bucks podcast at gmail.com. Or if you just have a question, a topic idea, anything like that, you can send it to the email Give us a call at 813-444-5841. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. Thank you so much for joining us right here 